Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035 extension 143 and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exzoneradiotv.com or www.xzonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, always remember X-Zone Nation, 
Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Now, Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyatt, creator of Namology Science and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. And in each weekly show, you'll hear the fascinating ways other people discovered the genius in them and what they were able to accomplish. At the end of each show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. Now, all over the world, people have many, many diverse interests. And in that vein, people have asked about different occupations, different areas of life that have highly interested them. People want to know how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset when they utilize the gifts that are seen in their name when we're using nameology science. So how does someone express their creative talents and how does someone share those gifts with others in such a way that everybody benefits? Our expert tonight is Nada Hogan, who has developed her genius in the area of forgiveness and appreciation. Now, you're going to learn a lot more about her, but I think it's amazing how much she's been able to forgive and how much she appreciates the people around her. Now, you might say, why is this important? Nada was devastated when she unexpectedly lost her 18-year-old daughter. Through that loss, she learned firsthand that the power to change is only available within yourself. It doesn't matter how unfair a circumstance is. It is solely your choice of how you're going to respond. Through spiritual laws and principles, Nada teaches us how to navigate through the pain and immobilization from the loss of a loved one and other life traumas to access your body's wisdom to go into the world boldly and live audaciously a succulent life carrying with you very cherished memories, but not being defined by your loss. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Nada. Ah, oh, thank you, Sharon. I am so thrilled to be here with you tonight. Thank you. Nada, explain to us exactly what happened to your daughter and how this came about and how it was such a shock. And just to give everybody a clear picture before we get into what it is that you're doing with it and how you turn this into a positive Oh, man. Yeah, so almost 10 years ago, uh, my daughter had just given a friend a ride home because he had too much to drink. And um, she was at an intersection, a red light, and the light had turned green for her. And she just barely got into the intersection and an older man had ran the red light and hit and killed her. Oh, I bet you couldn't breathe. How did you find out? Did the policeman come at your door like in the TV series or how did you know? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. The police came. I actually thought my son was in trouble. And so when the police came, it was 6 a.m. in the morning when they got to our house. And I kept looking in the police car asking them, where is my son? And they wanted to just come inside and sit down. And I was furious that my son had gotten himself into trouble never even occurred to me that something had happened to my daughter. 
And it wasn't until they kept asking about her what seemed like an eternity, and I noticed that the badge on one of the police officers, um, it had it said chaplain. It wasn't a regular police badge. And and um, yeah, it was. I was at a kitchen table, and the next thing I knew, I was on the kitchen floor. Um, it was. It's the shock that you just never expect to ever happen to you ever. What did you have to go through and experience in order to be able to forgive the man who killed your daughter? You know, Sharon, it was the the most enlightening thing that has ever happened to me because I in Minis I live in Minnesota and um when a car accident like that happens, the the perpetrator is charged with vehicular homicide. So you have to go to court. You have no choice on that. And the first time he showed up in court, you know, when you just have to make your plea that you understand what those charges are against you, I knew that I was going to jump the banister and attack him. I knew that this, it was going to be ugly and they were going to have to pull me down, you know, the bailiff and I would be handcuffed and taken out of the, the courtroom. And the oddest thing happened because he walked by and all I did was look at him and in a split second, it was a wave of forgiveness that washed over me. It, I, it wasn't a chance to think about it. It wasn't a, a matter of processing. It was just a wave of forgiveness. And I know that came from my daughter, Dara. I know that it did. It was the most astonishing thing that has ever happened to me. So you feel that that Dara helped impress upon you forgiveness for him so that you feel like she forgave him? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because I would say he was a 59-year-old man, so now by the time we went to court, he was 60. And I used to say, why him and why her? Because she was such a sweet young girl, and she always was for the underdog. And this gentleman, <clears throat> excuse me, this gentleman um, had suffered with Asperger's and you could just tell that life had been rough on him, that he had been beaten up in life a lot, not physically beaten up, but emotionally beaten up. And it wasn't until I was talking to another friend just this year. So 10 years later, it finally occurred to me that the first time I think that this man ever got to hear somebody truly see him and forgive him for something that some people may call unforgivable was when this accident happened with Dara. Because seeing him and the pain he was in, I felt as bad for him as I did for us. And I really do believe that, I really do believe that there's just a divine hand in that, even when it seems like such a tragedy. It's, it, it is a tragedy, but I just think that there's a divine hand in that. And for me to be able to forgive a person in a blink of an eye like that, that's divine. And I do believe my daughter's hand is, is all part of that divinity. You know, the show on television, The Good Doctor, with him having Asperger's, I think is really waking people up to you know, what that looks like and how hard that is on the individual to have Asperger's. And I guess as a teacher, you know, as an educator for 40 years with my own background, we get all kinds of people. And some of them are the sweetest people that you could ever imagine. 
And, you know, it, it makes me think of Kaylee Versfeld, who has Down syndrome, and she's on uh, Born This Way as one of the movie stars. And she was on our radio show. And she said, would we please look at people's abilities and not their disabilities? And yet Asperger's is something that just hits people in the face, but they don't understand that that's the cause or the reason. So for you to be able to have empathy that quickly is really amazing. Well, yeah, thank you. you know, yeah, it, it was, and yeah, it was, um, I, I wish I could take some credit for that, but that was completely a, a, a divine moment in our life. And yeah, yeah, it was a sad day for him too. Well, and, and I don't think having your daughter murdered or killed or losing her that early, is that something, you know, I don't think anybody could ever get over that. But what I want to know is, do you come to peace with that? You know, we have, we have, it's not, it's not at all saying, oh, it's okay. And everything in my life is just roses now. And it's not that at all, but it's, it's, being able to accept these are the facts and there's not a thing that I'm going to do that will be able to bring her back. And so I have to find a way and, and my husband and my son also, we have to find a way to learn how to walk with this side by side every day and to be able to carry her forward and to carry her legacy forward. Um, it, instead of it just being a, a bitter angry, sad, depressed rest of our life because there's no, I just don't think we honor our loved ones when, when that is what we take on. I think by living our life and sharing memories of that person and bringing their love and light and, and life forward with us, <clears throat> I think that's the game changer in, in people's life and being able to heal and to be able to help other people um, no, they can do the same that it's, yes, it's tragic and it's horrible and I wouldn't wish it on anybody, but at the end of the day, you have to make that choice. Do I want the rest of my life to be about her death or do I want the rest of my life to be about her life and what she brought to the world? And that's the way that I am able to honor her and, and to bring her forward. I think that's just a beautiful way of looking at it because you can't help but have mixed emotions of both joy and sadness. Joy that you've got 18 years with her and sadness that you don't get more than that. Exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, so I think that would very much be a mixed bag, you know? Right. And, and, and how long, we don't have that much time left before our thing, so a very quick answer. How long did it take you before you could talk about it without crying? Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, I bet it was a full year. I bet it was a full year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm, I think that's fast. I think it takes people usually a lot longer than that. We need to take a break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and XZone Broadcast Network and on the website, knowthename.com. Now, after the break, we'll find out if religion or faith was involved in helping Nada get through the death of her daughter. Stay tuned.
It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and knowthename.com. Now, our guest tonight is Nada Hogan, whose website is her name. It's N-A-D, like dog, A, and then Hogan is H-O-G-A-N. Again, it's her name, Nada Hogan, N-A-D-A-H-O-G-A-N.com. Now, Nada, this is the part of the show where we interpret a portion of our guest's name. Are you ready? Oh, I'd love it, yes. <laughs> now, your name says that you really came here on a, on a learning mission this lifetime. It's like you came to learn um, how to be organized, how to have a good memory. You came to learn about religion and spirituality. You came to learn how to be flexible and how to change. You came with the desire to make the world a better place, how to nurture other people, and a willingness to work really hard. You also have in your name that you're very likable, but you're not going to change who you are and able to get somebody to like you, and that you came to learn about clutter and neatness with, you know, which way is it going to be? Because it's almost like clutter needs to get the brain going. You know, if you look at clutter and say, how can I get that neater? And so that kind of starts the brain. But it's very interesting because your name also says that there's a lot of spirituality, a lot of understandings, a lot of clarity that you get very much that's apparent in your name. And what I think is really interesting when I look at your daughter's name, she has something in her name that I call the combination that says... Somebody's going to take from me what I don't want to give. Now, a lot of times that can show up as theft, and it can show up as um, theft of a mental idea or theft of a physical belonging. But in this case, it's I'm sure it was her life. She gave up her life, something that she didn't want to give at the time it did. But I think it's interesting that that's in her name. So 
Anyway, thank you for letting us do your name. Yes, thank you for doing that. And thank you for doing Dara's. Wow, that's very interesting. Yeah, that she has that in there. And she yeah. also has in, in her name a combination that says, I'm here on a spiritual mission to reveal the truth. Oh, you're kidding. I love that. Yeah, and that's right in, yeah. in her name also. So I thought I'd want to share that piece with you also because I'm sure you've had a lot of insights or ahas in the spiritual realm since then. Absolutely. And and that last line hits home so much that she was on a spiritual mission to rebuild the truth. Um, yeah. Do you want me to explain why that means so much? Yes, of course. So <clears throat> when she was at the morgue, we got to go and see her at the morgue and her car was totaled. And the odd thing was she had one little cut on her face and one little cut on her arm. And that was it. If, if you could, if you would have picked her up and taken her from the morgue and laid her on our couch, you would have thought she was taking a nap. She was, her, her body was perfect. The car was not. And while we were in there, I mean, I, of course I'm crying and I'm sobbing and, but if anybody would have asked me, how would you have responded if, you had to go to the morgue and identify your daughter. Well, I would have been a basket case. I would have fallen apart. I would have been pulling her off of that cold metal table. I would have been dragging her out to the car, driving her home, police chasing after me. I mean, it would have been this chaotic mess of, of craziness. And none of that happened. I cried. I was sad. I was in shock. I kissed her. I loved her. And a year later, I was, we live out in the country and I was driving down this country road and I literally broke down to where I couldn't drive. I couldn't hold the steering wheel. And I kept saying, I did not love you enough. I did not love you enough because if I did, I would have pulled you off of that table and I would have brought you home with me. And right when I said that, there was a very keen awareness that came to me that while she was in the morgue, she was watching me and saying, are you going to walk your talk? Because you have always told us that, you know, how this works. And I always say, say heaven. And, you know, I don't know if it's the heaven that we picture in our, you know, how everybody pictures it, but, but that when people pass away, that it's an energy, they don't go, their body goes, but their energy does not leave us. And so this part about the spiritual mission to rebuild the truth, I had said that for so long, but I never had to experience it at such a level of my own child. And that was the message that I got from her, that if I would have broke down that way to go crazy and to steal her out of this morgue, that it would have been proof that I never meant what I said. Everything that I told her about life and death would have been a lie. And that was the biggest awakening and healing for me to know she's been with me this whole entire time. And she was with me the day that, that we were there in the morgue with her. Did you ever miss her so much that you thought you wanted help communicating more clearly so that you visited a medium or a seance or anything like that? I never did anything like that. And I, I think I just didn't want anybody between us. 
Oh, that's interesting. Did you, Nada, did you ever blame God or some higher power for the death of your daughter or lose your faith or question your faith? You know, Sharon, it's funny because I got asked that so many times and you would have thought that would have been the case, but it was the complete opposite. It was almost as if there was a force inside of me that pulled me forward and pushed me from behind, that that there was a faith that got stronger because something was going on and I didn't know what it was because her accident really should have killed me. That should have been enough to at least put me in a mental institution for the rest of my life. And the complete opposite was happening. I was healing. I was feeling better. I was comforting her friends. I knew the words to say. And I kept saying, what is going on? Because it feels like there's just this force that is guiding me. And to me, that was my connection to source or God or you know, infinite intelligence, whatever um, name we want to use. So my faith actually got deeper. And it's that's all I do now is study spirituality, not religion. I don't have anything really to do with religion. It's spirituality. Um, and, and I just have a connection to God that I'd never felt before. And that was completely brought through Dara and her accident. If, if you were talking to somebody who had just lost one of their loved ones very suddenly, like you lost Dara very suddenly, what would you want that person to know? What would you say to them? Oh, God. Yeah. I would tell you, just hang on. Just hang on at this. Because the beginning is so hard. You just don't have footing. And it's just so hard to believe that that raw pain will ever stop. And I think I would just hold them and love them and really just tell them you just one, one moment at a time, just one moment at a time and know that that person is really deeply in your heart. And if you listen, you'll be able to hear them. And I have to tell you, Sharon, at the beginning, I, if somebody would have told that to me, I would have said that's BS and I don't want to hear it. You know, I mean, it's, it's so hard. I think I would just have to remind them that, that this rawness that will start to ease. And, and each day, just one little step, just one little step. And, and that healing will begin. That's very hard. I think it would be incredibly difficult. I would be asking, I think if they're feeling them around them, if they're dreaming of them at night, and if that isn't a way that that loved one is attempting to communicate with them to let them know that life continues. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And I have had some people that I've worked with who, who they don't feel anything and they just feel so lost because they don't feel that. So those people that do feel the presence of them or the voice or whatever that happens to be for each person, that is such a beautiful blessing. And I, there's just some people that just don't feel that right away. And I don't know if it's um, you know, resistance on their part or just anger that it's happened and, and you're just caught up in all of that pain and, and you're not an open channel for them to reach you. Um, yeah, but being able to feel that is is the most beautiful, peaceful, reassuring feeling that they are they're still with you. 
You know, I wonder how that differs from people who experience a loss without a death. And what I mean from that is when a child suddenly stops talking to them or a child moves so far away because they don't want to have anything to do with their parents. And if those parents experience loss in a similar way. Oh man, you know, I, I would have, I would imagine yes, in a sense, but there's always that hope that that child is going to come back to you or that you two will reconnect. And when it's, when it's death, I mean, you're not, you're never going to reconnect the same exact way that you did on this planet. That child is not, you're not going to watch this child grow up. You're not going to go to their, uh, to their wedding. You're not going to be the grandparent of their child, but that loss to be able to experience the loss without that death, that's all. It's very painful. And there's some kids that do, they walk away and they never come back and they're never with their parents again. And that that's a huge empty hole, but I think it always leaves you with a place of hope. Maybe one day, this could be reconciled. We need to take another break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and Exxon Broadcast Network Station and on the website, knowthename.com. Now, this show is dedicated to helping people cope with unexpected and unfortunate loss of a loved one. After the break, we'll find out some more ways that NADA has assisted people. Stay tuned. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You have heard of the X-Zone? 
Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Nada Hogan, who can be reached via her website, which is her name. Nada is N-A-D-A, and Hogan is H-O-G-A-N.com. Again, NadaHogan.com. Now, Nada, before the break, we were talking about a sense of loss that's different when somebody dies versus the children just disconnect and stop and you were talking about that there's always a sense of hope that maybe that child will come back. I wonder if a parent goes through more guilt when a child leaves and stops communication. So it's almost like a death, even though you have hope that that's going to change. But if the parent has feels guilt, then that says, what should I could have would have done differently? Whereas when it's a death, you know that you couldn't have done anything differently. What do you think? Right. Yes, I agree. Because when that child walks away from you and and disconnects from you, of course, we're going to ask ourselves, what did what did I do wrong? And I should have done this. And I I could have done that. And how could I have done this better? Um, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and I have to think because when I was a kid, I was such a brat. And, and I, I almost wonder if I if I would have really got up and walked away, if my parents wouldn't have said, thank God, we're so tired of you and, and your brattiness. This gives us a break. And, you know, hopefully she's not going to be coming back to us again. But, you know, it it's, yeah, it, I, I think it's, it's, it go, I think it's hard, Sharon, because as a parent, you raise your children as best as you can and you give them everything that they need to guide them and direct them and show them the best way of life. And if, if they want to disconnect because they don't believe in your parenting or your ways of life and, and you're an upstanding, um, you know, human being, you're not doing bad things. I, there's a part of me that just thinks, I hope that they come back, but I'm, I'm not going to beat myself up for doing what I thought was right when I was raising that child. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's very hard too, because that's a hell of a question. And I'm having a heck of a time with, an answer <laughs> with that one because I go both ways. There's part of me that yeah. wants to stand your ground. And as a parent, yeah, because we can beat ourselves up forever that I did it wrong parenting and at the same time, it could be the kid that walked away saying, God, I wish I wouldn't have done that. And I wish I could go back home right now. But now so much time has gone by. I feel like an idiot calling or I can't do it. I can't make it out here on my own. And so I do want to, even if it's 20 years later, 
I want to go back home and now so much time has gone by and I don't have the courage to call. And in the meantime, that parent is suffering their own loss of, you know, what did I do wrong? And should I, should I just be in the belief that I did do it right and not beat myself up? I've heard parents say that just apologize. And I've heard other parents say, I didn't do anything wrong and we shouldn't be at our children's beck and call or we shouldn't demonstrate for them that you just apologize regardless when you know that you weren't the guilty party or whatever. And so it's, it's just an interesting conundrum. And the only reason I asked that question to get your feedback was because so often when I'm doing names, I hear a lot of stories where children have just deserted their parents. And, and so we always look at that in the names and, and what caused and what needs to take place. So on a more positive note, you constantly say, Nada, that everyone has the power to create a life that they love. And some people may disagree with you about that and give you all kinds of excuses and reasons why they can't create, you know, the life that they love. So how does one start to go about creating the life of their dreams? Well, I believe, first of all, you decide what it is that you want in your life. And a lot of times people say, I can't do that. I have no idea what it is. But for the most part, straight across the board, we all want good health. So you can just start with that. I want to have good health. I want to wake up in the morning and feel energy. I don't want to drag myself out of bed. I want to get out of bed and, and look at this brand new baby day with purpose and meaning and take that little step. And for others who say, I know that I want more, but I just don't know what it is that I need to do because everything in my life feels like it's a failure or it feels so negative. Then the, the matter is start noticing what you're noticing. What do you focus on? What are the things that you notice the most in your life? I was just on a vacation with a family member recently, and this family member, I'm not mentioning any names, but if he listens, he'll know who, he, who I'm talking about, but he found everything negative that could have been going on in this beautiful location on this beautiful vacation. And I thought, that's what you focus on. Are the things that are wrong in the world and things that are wrong in, in your life? And that's the stuff you find because my husband and I were finding, oh, look at how beautiful this little village is over here and look at these flowers. And so you have to notice what you're, what you're focusing your attention on. Am I focusing on everything I don't want and, and the disappointments in my life? Or am I focusing on where I want my life to grow and how I want to step into ownership of this life that I get to direct literally the energy that I am putting out there into the world. And when people start realizing that they actually have power and ownership to direct their own life, most of the time they're just stunned because they've been living in victimhood. Life is just happening to them. And then they get to realize I get to happen to life. And well, make and, and people are only a victim if they choose to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it, it's a role that serves them somehow. Um, right. You, you have a background in occupational therapy and acupuncture, and along with Chinese medicine. But would you talk to us first about occupational therapy and acupuncture and what those things are? 
Yeah, so occupational therapy is when you are working with, usually it's physical disabilities. I mean, it, it, it can be many different things, but I specialized in physical disabilities and it's working within that disability. So maximizing the function that is available. Um, so if somebody had a stroke and it's affected the left side, then helping them to become as independent as possible with the limitation to that left affected side. Um, so that's what occupational therapy does. And they mostly would work, I would say for upper body and up and where physical therapy usually is more about gait and ambulation, even though OT does look at that field, but we would be more upper body, upper body strength, dressing, you know, activities of daily living, cooking your meals, getting to grocery stores, taking care of those types of things that we take for granted every single day until we have some kind of physical disability and then we're not able to do that. Okay, and, and what about acupuncture? What's that? So acupuncture is the insertion of very thin sterile needles in uh, meridians. There's 12 ordinary meridians that run throughout the body and you stimulate different acupressure points with the needles that elicits a response in the nervous system. So, and ac the biggest question with acupuncture that I get asked is what does acupuncture treat? And the answer is anything that you would go to a doctor for, acupuncture can treat. The only thing we cannot treat in the United States, if somebody came to us in the middle of a heart attack, we have to call 911. We can treat it until the ambulance comes, but we cannot be the primary care uh, facilitator for that. Where in China, you would go to a Chinese uh, medical doctor who does acupuncture to work while you are having a heart attack or to prevent a heart attack. So anything that a regular doctor can do, acupuncture can address also. And we prevent colds. We do some cool things. We can prevent colds. We turn breech babies. We're great at fertility. Um, uh, PTSD is a wonderful thing that is treated with acupuncture. And the side effects are minimal to none. It, it's a great medicine. That, that is wonderful to hear. I remember being on a cruise ship on the Yangtze River. It was a very small ship, and there was only like about 30 of us passengers. And somebody was in pain, and there was an acupuncture doctor, Chinese doctor on board, and he got him out of pain. And then he went and told somebody else, and that person went. And pretty soon there was a line outside this man's door. <laughs> Every Everybody wanted to go see him for this or for that or, or something else. And so I said, you know, I've never had this experience. I'll just go in. I'm not in pain or anything, but I'll just go in. And so he said, well, just let me test you. And within five minutes, he said, don't ever let anybody do acupuncture on you. You're one of the 2% of the population that's wired backwards, and we can't do the needles. They won't work on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, so I took that very seriously. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I thought, oh, darn. This looked like a really simple thing, and I was surprised the needles didn't hurt because, man, when they go to give me a shot, I'm just, oh, I, I'm horrible. Right. Well, these needles are as thin as a strand of hair. They're, and in fact, most of the time they're so thin we have to use, we call it a guide tube, where the needle is inside of a tube, and we use that 
to help us insert the needle because if we just tried to pierce the skin, the needle will bend and it wouldn't even pierce the skin. So the needles are usually painless. Every now and then, like a mosquito bite, but that's usually about the most that you're going to feel. I was going to say, because anytime I have to even give blood, I always ask for what's called a butterfly needle, because I think, you give me the tiniest thing you can get in there. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right. <laughs> and so I was very, very surprised that I couldn't feel those acupuncture needles. I mean, yeah. I could feel them, but there was no pain associated with them. Right. You know, right. so yeah. you've also had an interest in Chinese medicine. I'd love to know more about that after our next break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. And after the break, we'll find out what Nada has in her name that has assisted her that you just might have in your name as well. Stay tuned. here and they've been here for thousands of years making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. SIMULTV.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Nada Hogan, whose website is her name. Nada is N, like Nancy, N-A-D, like David, A, so Nada Hogan, H-O-G-A-N.com. Now, she's taken her skills to a level where she's able to share her secrets with others to enable them to learn how to grow through pain and how to forgive. Now, she has a free, before I forget, I want to make sure I cover this. You have a free video series that's available through your website. 
talk to us a little bit about this. And then I want to go back to that Chinese medicine. I have so many more questions for you. We're just running out of time so quickly. Go ahead. (laughs) So, yes. So the free video series is all about knowing what it is that you want in your life. So deciding on something because life is happening to you all of the time. And if you don't give life direction, you are just going to be living it by default. So it is deciding what it is that I want in my life. And you can start with something as simple as your health. If you don't know what, what else you want to bring into your life and the action steps to take and learning to celebrate the little wins along the way. So it's just a nice way to bring all of that together. Simple steps that you can do the very first day that you watch the video and, and literally you will start building that momentum if you stick with the plan. Now that's really cool. So tell us again, how to find that, that freebie. Yep. So if you go to natahogan.com, that it will be a, um, on the very first welcome page, there will be a little link there. You just click that and it will say, um, click this link for the three video series. It's just right there on the front page of the website. Great. Thank you. Now we want to know about the Chinese medicine. So you studied Chinese medicine. You even got to go to the first teaching hospital at TCM in, and I may be mispronouncing it, Tianjin, China. So how did you like living in China and how was their educational process that you found there versus what you might've found in the States? Oh God. Well, I don't want to study for a long time in China. They are serious. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but you just don't even show up to the classroom late. And that was the very first thing that we're told. If the, if the instructor professor is at the front of the class and say that it's one minute to nine and class starts at nine, don't bother coming in. It, it's just total disrespect. And the competition in China is incredible. So I have, it's kind of a funny story. I was um, one of our supervisors from the school over here in, in Minnesota we were at the school where she was trained at as a um, Chinese medical professional and doctor. And she was asking me, what did you learn in class today? And I was talking about this point that's right. We, there's a point we do, it's called Rin 22. It's right behind the breastbone, you know, at your chest, at your sternum. We needle right behind that bone. And it, it's kind of a freaky point the very first time that you needle that. And I was talking about Rin 22, but I called it Rin 21. And, and and she said, Nada, in such disgust. I taught you that point. How do you not know that is Rin 22? Like, I would have been kicked out of class for not knowing that that point. They are very serious about you. You will teach it once, and you know it one time. So in the States... Right. I mean, we you can get tutors, you can you can take the test, you can if you have special needs, you're able to go over and and test alone. You don't have to test with the rest of the classroom. It's not like that in China, at least not in Tianjin, where we were. You get it and you get it the first time around or you just flat don't get it. So they're strict. I would much rather study in the United States than study in China. I, I felt bad for the the students that we were with, because it's just stress. It's it's just nothing but stress when you're going to school. Uh, you know, I taught in China. I did some no. teaching there. And, and we would test the kids at the beginning of the year, and then we'd test them at the end of the year. 
right? To see how much they gained. Yeah. And in my math classes, my slowest student gained two and a half years of math and my farthest student along gained six years and everybody else was sprinkled in between because I teach concepts and not just how to's, but every child did their homework every night. And I thought, yeah. you know, if, if every one of our children would just do their homework every night, they could have those incredible gains also without the stress from just doing the homework, you know, right. because yeah. being an educator here for 40 years in education, I found that that was the most difficult thing to get the kids to understand. You don't have to give a lot of problems every night, but you've got to look at it and you've got to give your brain another chance to see it every day. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So dream builder technology, what is that? Uh, so dream builder technology is all about vision driven. So we are very much geared towards goal setting. I'll set this goal and I'll reach this goal and then I'll move on to the next goal. Where with dream builder technology, that is all about having a vision and you literally step into the vision. So you're not trying to get somewhere. You're not trying to reach this goal. You become that thing. So if I was just now starting school for acupuncture and oriental medicine, then I would become that doctor now before I'm going to school. So, so you I would consider yourself that doctor like it was already completed. Absolutely. Absolutely. And quantum physics has proven this, that when we're doing that, because our thoughts are measurable units of energy and the cells in our body are responding to our thoughts and we're sending those thoughts out into the atmosphere. So when we do that, we are literally changing the molecule, the actual molecular structures that are in this air that looks like empty space. We are changing that molecular structure and and it's almost like magic but it's a technology because just doors start to open for you out of the blue um incidents happen things that you could not make happen happen for you and it's literally like like waving a magic wand and having things happen your grades are better your study skills are better the understanding and the, and, the, and the practicality of what you just, because you can understand it book-wise, but then when it comes time to being able to diagnose and why would I use, you know, this meridian versus this meridian, why would I put the needles here versus there, that that just comes with ease. You just, you know that it, it's, you're tapping into this innate knower in you also that, you know, like um, Einstein has said, we all know the answers deep inside of us. That's never been a question. It's just being able to tap into that. So it it's a great technology and it works precise like electricity. See, and that sounds to me so much like what Stephen Covey in his books said was future visit visioning. You envision your future as if you live it now and then you yeah. go forward. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And medical doctors have found that those people that have a clear vision of their future are actually healthier and live longer. I don't doubt that at all because you're, you are focusing on something positive and, and something that you want to grow into some, your growth and your awareness. It, it's not waiting for some kind of doom to come after you or, or being in that state of being a victim. Well, life keeps happening to me. We hear people say that all the time. Life is happening to me. 
Well, no, it's not. You are happening to life. And so you have to be able to be directing that. If you're not directing it, yeah, then you're just like a ship out on the ocean that doesn't have any kind of motor or sail. You're just going to get bopped around any way the wind's going to blow. Yeah. Real quickly, um, how do you go about breaking a mental mindset? What I do with the clients that I work with and what I do for myself, when it's, when it's a mental mindset that's a limiting belief, I have people write it down and I do the same thing. I will write it down, whatever that limiting belief is. And then I will write it down the complete opposite. So say that it's something like, um, I'm, I'm not going to do very good on Sharon's podcast. I'm just going to blow this. I'm going to stumble all over my words, right? So just a limiting belief. Then that's what I'm going to write down what I, the limiting belief that I have about this podcast, then I'm going to write the complete opposite. I'm going to nail it. This is going to be so much fun. I love doing this podcast with Sharon. This whole thing feels like it's just natural and it flows with me. So if we write down what that limiting belief is and then flip it, write down the complete opposite of it, usually you can see where I have two choices. I, I could either completely blow this podcast with you or I can do a really good job. Where do I want to put my focus? I'm going to focus on the thing that I want and not default back to the amygdala, you know, the, the reptilian part of the brain that keeps us in that place of fear and we're looking for the danger. And when we're doing that, we can't even see the light in front of us. We can't even see that positive thing that is happening. So that's the simplest way to change a mindset really look at what it is that I'm thinking about that is the limiting belief that I'm holding at that moment and flip it. That's great. Thank you, Nada. So nice to have you on my show. Thank you so much. Oh, Sharon, it was my pleasure. I absolutely love being here and I adore you. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. And I will talk with you soon. Be prepared and surprised and pleased when you get to experience Nada's work. Now, her website, again, is nadahogan.com. It's N-A-D-A-H-O-G-A-N.com. Now, her name really excels at wanting to learn as much as she possibly can. And that's determined by how many A's you have in your name. The more A's you have in the name, the more that you've come to learn because you're always focused on learning whatever letter is in before the A. Do you know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. And you can find out more information on knowthename.com. Hopefully, you'll be back with us again next week. This is Sharon Lynn Wyeth, signing off. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. 
Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simultv. Simultv offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. <laughs> 